We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jack Ramsey's Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. Like, rate, review, subscribe. You know what to do, how to do it, but still keep us going. Uh, this is the first quasi pregame show. We were going to do a uh, preseason kind of wrap again one more time, but um, no, uh, we did not, mostly because um, I'm fighting through more knee stuff and I didn't want to do another show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I, I don't know about you, but I think what we've learned collectively, not a lot of eyeballs on the preseason. Um, and so it's nice to have a game that actually matters yes. and to react to. Indeed. Uh, as a quick reminder, uh, Jack Ramsey is brought to you by Move In Souls. Get yourself moving. Uh, I got to get Nate to hit me, hit me up with the uh, the code there. We got to get a discount code going for the people. Move. Uh didn't do a mailbag tonight. Uh, we will talk quickly about Dame's debut for the Bucks because it was fun. Uh, apparently, people somebody very... asked us if we would do a Buck Ramseys. <laughs> Look, man, I'll, I'll, I'll probably do like if uh, the post or the the live show for the Blazers Bucks um, watch party. We'll do something then. Maybe I'll bring the guys in from the that cover the Bucks. We'll do a show Ooh. together. It'll be fun. I'm uh, I'm trying oh, to watch. And it we right... just lost you, Sprague. Did you lose me? Yeah, Sorry. where'd your where'd your video go? Because now hold I'm on. in now I'm in two boxes. You want you want yeah, to turn it back I on? Know. No, hold on. I accidentally no. hit a cord. It's always it's always Brandon. My goodness. Everybody's like, hey, it's a late stream. It's time for Brandon to go to bed. Yeah, no, this is his idea. He had other stuff going on tonight. So. Well, I wanted to do it earlier, but I like I, Oh, there I, he is. Yeah, there we go. I had cross country, I got parents in town, and then I had choir concert, and you know, it's just like bam, bam, bam. It's my only availability. You oh. get wild, outlandish Sprague. So, speaking of wild and outlandish, I think I made a major mistake and grabbed a bottle of tequila, not the bottle of rum for this drink. Oh, wow. That was a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that, that tequila is strong. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not a big drinker. That was seven up. <laughs> it is. Well, it's, it's, um, I, I, I'm, I'm trashing it up. I did a story with a little bit of rum. And uh, it's not rum; it's uh, it's tequila. Uh, is Starry is Starry Sierra old... Mist? Oh, okay. It's rebranded. rebranded as Starry. Yeah. So okay. it's the zero sugar. Um, yeah, Sierra yeah, yeah, Mist. yeah. And anyways, um, I now have uh, 
what do you call it, a ranch water. So Dusty got me a bottle of tequila for my birthday. Oh. Um, what, what's the Clooney brand? Is that Casamigos? Yeah, it's Casamigos, yeah. I, I never had it before. Uh, oh, it's I'm, good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Don Julio man. Yeah, no, it goes down like water. It is amazing, yeah. Um, what do you get you, the uh, Reposado, the Blanco? Yeah, no, the Reposado, which is actually clear. That threw me for a loop. I was like, for the Casamigos? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, the Blanco. And it's like, no, it's a Reposado. And I was like, interesting. Took a little look hmm. uh, to give a little 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 test drive before a show, and uh, it goes it goes down smooth. Um, tell you what didn't go down smooth. Game one. <laughs> game, game game one went down like gravel. Um unfortunate start for scoot let's 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 go there right out of the gate um the wild turnover greased pig um full stop the kid was jacked up on mountain dew and he should be it's his debut it's in la it's against like I, i can't oversell this enough russell westbrook is a guy that he very much looks up to i don't know have you seen the picture of the rust the one we took with russ no, no, no. Or the, the, the Russ, Russ Dunk, Dunk when he's, when he's in the background grinning yeah. from ear to ear. Like, before the game, Scoot talked about how, oh, no, this is no big deal. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's Russ, it's whatever. It was a very big deal. He's 19. Don't don't let the kid lie to you. I, resp- I respect that he's trying to be like, button up, I'm a professional. No, you're not, dog. You're 19. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And honestly, we should encourage it. Have fun, man. Like, these kids that are getting out there, like, you know, their favorite players are Braun or, or or Paul George or Kawhi or Russ or KD or Steph, and they're out there hooping with them. we got to remember this stuff is still a game. It's oh, Braun was playing fun. in the league before Scoot was born. Yeah. Yeah, he's 19. Braun's in his 21st season. Yeah. That's okay. Nobody should be, no, nobody should be like, oh, I don't like that. No, no like it. Have fun with it. Yeah. Because those guys are going to be out of the league here soon, and then you're going to be like, man, I remember when those guys were playing. Anyways, um, Scoot gets his welcome to the NBA moment with the early turnover. Uh, he gets his welcome to the NBA moment getting blocked by Kawhi Leonard. He mm-hmm. gets his welcome to the NBA moment getting gobbled up by uh, Zubach at the rim. Um, he gets his welcome to the NBA moment throwing a bounce pass to Robert Covington. Um, I don't think the first half could have gone worse for scoot and you know what it does not matter it doesn't now it matters if he's like that on game 25 but games one through five if it's pretty sideways mm-hmm. it's kind of what i expect how about you yeah i mean i i think my takeaway was pretty similar to yours like i i know i was kind of joking with you a little bit on twitter before the game but i i really did mean it of I didn't place an expectation. I didn't say, oh, you know, like, let's see 12 and 6 tonight. I I didn't know what to expect, Danny. I mean, as you mentioned, he's 19 years old. Uh, the G League thing was okay for him. It worked. It got him to this point. But, like, he also didn't play all that well last year. I don't know how many people watched or saw the numbers after the Victor game. So I, I really wasn't shocked that he struggled. And And, oh, by the way, like, he was caught smiling as Russell Westbrook's dunking. Like sometimes you make mistakes and what do you do? Like not everybody reacts pissed off. They have like, oh man, like you kind of laugh it off or just kind of smile. Like what, what am I doing? Right. And like in that mm-hmm. moment, he's caught uh, with Russ dunking. Tom Abistro did it perfectly, man. He went and looked into the archives of this and guys like Kyrie, guys like LaMelo, 
you go and you look at their first game. What was it? It was largely like 0 for 5, mm-hmm. 1 for 7, 2 points, 0. LaMelo had 0 points his yep. very first yep. game. I think he also came off the bench, if I remember right. That's probably correct, which is something we can get to tonight. But, um, I, you know, overall, I just like – I. He's not even in my top three things that like really stuck out in a good or bad way. Yeah. Like I was happy to see him out there, but again, with zero expectation, I mean, it wasn't exactly a dominating game. I can tell you that. Much. No, we'll talk about that too. Um, on Scoot, I it's it's there's so little you can take from that game because he was so bad, and I don't mean that to dump on the kid. He was just there was like nothing I can like. Well, if I look and see this, like anything and everything productive, essentially he did came in garbage time, which Mm -hmm. again is an indicator of where he's at. It's not he's broken or he's a bust. That's just where he's at. Nine of his 11 points came against the ninth through 14th players on the roster. That's fine. That's a step above G League. Remember when Shaden went out there and it was like, oh no, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's what nineteen year olds look like, guys. Um, also, Shaden's job was stand in corner and shoot for the first twelve games of the season. Scootsas run the offense. Okay, those are two very different things. Now let's see how he looks when he doesn't have Kawhi and PG in the lanes and Robert Covington helping. Um, I'm very interested to see how things look. Is Orlando going to be a team like? The Clippers, where Ty Lu is very much into adjustments and very much into targeting guys, even mm-hmm. in the regular season, is Jamal Mosley going to be like, okay, guys, uh, see Scoot Henderson, number three overall pick, do not cover him. Put two feet in the paint and then watch what happens because that's what the Clippers did. They gave yeah. Westbrook gave the Westbrook treatment. Yep. Um, and Scoot's going to see that for the next month, 60 days, bare minimum. Like, absolute bare minimum, they are going to pretend like he's not on the floor when he has the ball at the three-point line. They're going to go, good luck. Um, I did the 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 catch-and-shoot looks that he took. He took three catch-and-shoot threes. I thought all three of them were going in when he let him go. I, I thought they were good shots, good yeah. looks. I, everything was there, just he didn't make them. Yeah, so that part of his game, like, if you're, like, looking for, like, a string to pull, cool. He also had a couple different looks, that uh, uh, kick-outs to three, for threes. Uh, that didn't get knocked down. One, one to Jeremy, and I think one to Tease. I'm trying to remember right from writing last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, everything you saw there was, you know, really raw. Now, let's see how he does at home. Let's see if the home crowd gives him a little bit of juice or sends him a little sideways. Um, but I think he said all the right things, and I think Chauncey was pretty it's, – it's been interesting. In the lead-up to the season, Chauncey's been kind of more packaged, uh, more refined in the press conferences. Uh, very much holding stuff back. Post game last night, did you hear his comments? Uh, I only read a few comments. Okay. I didn't hear him. He was he was much more blunt and open. Like, yeah, he looked like he was nineteen tonight, and we're gonna see more of that. Like he was year one. Yeah, he was very, very, very open about where things stand. Mm-hmm. It's that's which is fine. So um, I, I'm kind of glad that it went that bad because the baseline is so low now. The improvement looks like, oh, yeah, no, he's making a, like If he comes out and has, like, 10-4 and four in a first half against Orlando, people are going to lose their minds because of how sideways this looks. See, it was just Kawhi and PG against everybody else. He's good. And you're, it, it's going to be this. 
Yeah. For well, the first probably like 20 games, and it's like, ah, it's just chill. Well, you and I have text on the side about this, like off and on about uh, how people are watching the season. What's yeah. What is something that they're placing a value on or expectation? Like, I'm looking at the box score, and I'm, I'm, I'm remembering everything, every moment that I had watching him. And for me, it's entirely possible he has worse games than that this year. It's entirely possible. It's possible, I would say, unlikely. That was really I could bad. see. No, I'm just saying, like, I could see a random game in January, and he's 0 for 6 from 3, and he's 4 for 15 from the field, and he's got four turns. Like, it's, it's really possible. But that's part of the journey. I mean, that's part of the learning experience that we have talked about on the side. And so, like... If he has 10 and 4, I think people will go crazy, but I don't think people should be concerned either. Like, if you're concerned after the first game of a 19-year-old's career, I'm not really sure you're cut out to be a basketball fan. It can be a very long process for some of these guys. Not everybody comes in and does LeBron 20 points in the first game thing on national television. So, and oh, by the way, Wimby finished with the exact same stat line as Tim Duncan in his first game. So, like, some of these guys... They've got the juice. They've got the hype. Yeah. They're not going to do it every time in the first game. It does help that they went against the Clippers and you're playing these defensive juggernauts. But also, like I think this is going to be the process for him. He's going to be up. He's going to be down a little bit. He's going to get himself back up. And that's kind of the journey for him is how, how tough the mentals are during the season to get through the lulls so he can get to the highs. Yeah, I think so. Uh, one thing I thought that was a little bit interesting with, as it pertains to Scoot and something we kind of watched during the preseason, he only took one shot off the dribble. Everything else was catch and shoot or the floater. Uh, that first floater he missed by about six feet, and I was like, "Oh no, the kid's jacked! Like he's yeah. he's he's pinging, he's revved out right now." C four right before the tip off, and it's just like yeah, his veins. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, he came out in the second half, and whatever Chauncey told him, and I have a reeling suspicion it was something like, all right, now that you got that bullshit out of your system. <laughs> right? Because he well, came calm out down in the second, and play basketball. He came out in the second half, even though he didn't do like anything really in the third quarter, he did knock down his first shot. The same floater that he had earlier, much more under control. It's like, ah, oh, there it is. Just things where it's the, you know, the pump of it all had worn off. Yeah. Uh, and then you see, obviously, in the fourth quarter, when the when the competition goes down two notches, because um, they were playing the deep bench, the nine through fourteen guys, um, he looked better, mm-hmm. and like, that's what you want to see. The competition ratchets down a little bit. He rises up to meet that. Like it's just gonna like it's Sisyphus, man. He's just pushing that boulder up the hill, and it's gonna keep falling back down on him for three years. Right. He's not gonna get up that hill for quite some time. He might have a game this season where he goes absolutely bonkers. But it's not going to be the norm. I pulled a stat last night. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It was 16 or 17 players, rookies, that scored 20 or more, 20 or more times. Okay? Mm-hmm. There was four rookies in NBA history who scored 20 or more, 30 or more. I'm sorry, in, in the last 10 years. There was four rookies in um, that had scored 20 or more, 30 or more times in a season. There were three rookies who had scored 20 or more, 40 or more times in a season. So there are three rookies in the last decade who managed to score 20 or more points more than half the season. 
Mm. And keep in mind, that's guys like Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic, Trey Young. Guys that were instantly, oh, he's him. Yeah. Their rookie years. Yeah. And even those guys didn't weren't dropping 20 night after night after night after night. So right. to be fair, if Scoot gets 20 like 18 times, he's doing just fine. Yeah. I'm not concerned about Scoot. I no. I didn't walk away from that game or go to bed from that game and say, oh, man, I'm going to talk a lot about Scoot. There were other players and just kind of general reaction to the team stuff. Scoot stuff, I mean – I mean, I think that's an impressive stat that you're pointing out, and I think it shows how truly difficult the league is for most of these guys when they get yeah. into it. No matter what their levels of talent is coming in, the hype, the no hype, whatever, when you have three that have done it that many times and that's it in the last decade, I think it tells you what, what he's going against here. And look, some of this is just going to be you getting knocked on your ass. Like, yeah. welcome to the NBA, kid, because he's – Chauncey, the one thing Chauncey said, and I think they did this in game, yeah. was he isn't just a, a kid, you know, rookie player playing now. It's no. like, hey, the third pick in the draft who thinks he's hot ass, that's who we're going against. Oh, really? Let me teach the rook a lesson. Like, oh, yeah, no, his, that a lot. his name's getting up on the on the scouting yes. report. Yeah. But like, hey, humble his ass. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Every ant shoots really well. Don't let him do this or drive this way yeah. or go this way. Yeah. Scoot, humble his ass. That's yeah. all it says. That's, that's, all, that's all it says in the scouting report. Like, it's just like, because that's the league, man. Like, you're coming to yeah. take somebody's job. And so yep. everyone's going to look at you like, like oh, fresh meat. Um, all right. That's enough on Scoot. We'll, we'll talk about more, obviously, after game two. Get, um, we'll come back to the whole start bench thing because I had a lot of people hit me up about that last night. Um, if we don't get to it in this pod, at least table it and let a couple games go by before that, we maybe that's where i was gonna go okay it's, all right. yeah, essentially was like i'm not gonna make any decisions on that for probably 12 or 15 games yeah no i'm kind of i mean i think we kind of think the same thing but yeah. i want to see it more yeah before I, um, we talk about it. but that's that's kind of the like for anybody wondering i'm talking about scoot coming off the bench shade and sharp starting ant moving to the one making things a little bit easier on scoot putting some training wheels on him making it make sense for scoot you can throw a guy in and say sink or swim, but when they can't swim, you don't let him drown. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of that's the analogy that I'm going with on this. Like you gotta you gotta throw him a rope. You gotta pull him out and like, all right, let's put the floaties on. Figure it out. No big deal. Right. Um to tell you what, you could do some floaties last night. DeAndre Ayton. Um, I don't know who was more jacked last night, Scoot or DA. Uh DA had Four a thousand ten minutes. <sighs> Man. So ten minutes. Hey, yeah, yeah. I gotta pull this back up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go um, ahead. I believe it was ten forty three that he picked up his first foul. Uh, let's see. We have three more in like the next two minutes. Let I mean, go. holy. See all plays. All right. Uh, I'm gonna scroll a mile back. There we go. Control F. Aiden. Oh, boom. All right. So. Gets a rebound, wins the tip, gets a foul, 10-26, not 10-23. So a minute and a half into the game, he picks up the loose ball foul on, on Zubac region. Okay, Gets another rebound, gets a steal. And like at this point in time, he's got two rebounds of steal. Playing Zubac, I think, pretty evenly. I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. This is kind of what I expect from DA. Um, 
then he after after the steal he gets another foul where this I think I is probably the foul that I'm least bothered by. It was the charge. He catches the ball in the short roll, he takes one two and aggressively I, goes. And I'm like I Yeah, I don't know if I like that call though. Like I, we but, can talk about we can like, talk about being overly but, energized and aggressive and getting into foul trouble, but like I didn't I wasn't in my living room going, Yeah, I thought that was a clear charge. I was kinda like eh. Yeah, yeah, that's where that, that's where I'm at. I, I again, I'm not trying to make an excuse for him, but like, he picks up two. That's when the switch has got to flip. Like yeah. he's he's not 19 year old rookie. This is uh, played in the finals, anchored a defense against Giannis and the Bucks. Like, you need to know better. Okay. Um, the thing about Da is, have you ever seen the fouls for his career? What do you mean, like like his, his fouls per game? You know, I don't know what he averages. He no. doesn't foul. Hmm. This is his averages year by year. 2.9, 3.1, 2.8, 2.4, 2.8. So sub three. Which is very low. Yeah, you're never big. concerned about that guy. No. So that part of me thinks he's like, I need to go out here and prove it. I'm just, ah. So he gets the leash, picks up the third. And I'm just like. Chauncey gives him the second chance, obviously in the second quarter when he gets back yeah. out there. Bang, fourth. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, can't do that. Brother, you have got to know better. And this pertains to Scoot. Scoot is going to have issues on his own. You cannot compound them by giving his pick and roll partner or his pick and roll partner, let like putting himself in that position. That can't, like, because Scoot, D.A., pick and roll, defense is going to pack the paint and tell Scoot, go the other way. And mm-hmm. D.A. is going to have a tough place to drive. But what also that means is the defense does pack in, that opens up the backside, whether it's Anthony Simons, swing, swing, Jeremy Grant. Like, your shooting is on the other side of the floor. If D.A.'s not out there, look, I love Time Lord, but he's roll lob man. Robert Williams, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay? Great about that last night. Shout out Ant for the lob. Um... But he he has got to be smarter about that, not only for himself, but to protect the team and to protect Scoot. The, no one needs D.A. more on this team than Scoot. Mm-hmm. A good pick-and-roll partner will make life infinitely easier for Scoot. To pick up that fourth foul was so damn frustrating because you saw his rebounding. For 23 minutes, he had 12 rebounds. He also had three steals. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. This is, you're doing some other stuff. I've seen some other people say, you, you've got to do more to get him more than four shots. Do you? When he's got four they, fouls in the first half, do you? Danny, they already came out and said, we're not using him like he's Joel Embiid. Like, I, maybe more than four looks, okay, but that's, they're not force feeding that situation, I don't think. So, no, I think know. they're going to do, look, I think in the pecking order, it's going to be Ant, Jeremy, uh, DA. I think he's going to be right there in total shots on any given night. Brogdon ended up leading the team in scoring, but he picked up, what, 13 points in the fourth quarter when the game's out of range. They're they're going to get DA shots, but they're not going to force feed him. But at the same time, he's got to help them out by staying out of foul trouble. Yes, yes. Like, like 
I'm if if I'm looking up at halftime Friday night and DA's got like three or four shots, then I'm going, okay, what's going on here? This right. is a problem. But I don't think that's going to be an issue going forward. Um, but he shouldn't be in foul trouble. No, exactly. I think this was a situation where he's jacked, trying to show that in his new home, and he just overdid it. I think DA's got to pull it all back. Um, the DA Robert Williams lineup, I that is immediately the one that I want to take all of the duct tape in the world, wrap it around that lineup, stuff it in a pumpkin shooter, and shoot that goddamn thing into the sun. Not a fan, huh? Oh, it was a train wreck, and I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I love both those guys. They yeah. can't be on the floor at the same time. I thought Robert Williams was was pretty good for them last night when he had to come in in the foul trouble oh, moments. He, he was great by himself, but he those two together? Yeah. No. I would have, yeah, but we would have both not signed up for that before even seeing it. Would you have wanted that before? I heard, I heard a couple people saying, "I really want to see those two guys together." Aiton can play the four, and Williams can play the five. No, they can't. No, they uh, can't. Excuse Offensively, me. okay, sure, you can, you can maybe talk me into that. Defensively, they both wanted to go to the rim. They, like Williams is great as a helper, but he doesn't yeah. want to. Like he got switched onto Bones, and he was like, Mm-mm, "Nope, don't like this." I nope. think it was Brogdon. He was like, nah, come up here. Who he has a relationship with. Played with mm-hmm. him in the Celtics. Like, that rapport should be there. And they're they're both wires crossed disaster. It was an atrocious lineup. <laughs> I, I don't want to see those two guys on the floor <laughs> together. Just hard pass. Hard pass yeah. altogether. Let let them each play the the five spot. Call it good. If they if they want to tinker with that and they want to try that down the road when like the basic framework of the defense is more in place. Cool, cool. We can we can we can work with that. Yeah, but it doesn't work for. There's one team in the whole league it works for Cleveland. Well, it worked for Boston when they would go with Al and Time Lord together. But also you have yeah, but, Tatum, but Brown, and Derek. No, listen, I'm, the offensive stuff I'm less worried about because I think the offense yeah. is going to be stinky anyways. Sure. But defensively, the Celtics also had Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Derek White. So like. They they all play together for years. Like it, it, it you could you could put Time Lord as like I understood what Chauncey Billups is doing in the sense of like okay I'm gonna put Time Lord as a roamer on the floor with Time Lord guarding Russell Westbrook because we don't care about what Russell Westbrook shooting right like I get the theory behind that totally cool but like your basic framework defense isn't in right now let's kind of let's let's roll back here and like that's. That's Aiton real quick. Is there anything, do you have anything else on Aiton other than, like, get it together, big fella? I mean, it's pretty disappointing. He was easily, yeah. for me, the most disappointing player last night by, like, a galaxy mile. Yes, I, I would not disagree. They uh, traded – I mean, Danny, it's one game, I know, but they did trade for this dude. Like, this is their center for the future, mm-hmm. I think, in their eyes. And, like, maybe it was just hopped up on the same Mountain Dew that Scoot had. Maybe it was the pressure he kind of applied to himself that I don't know if he thought he was doing it in the moment, but he kind of did by this whole, like, they call me Dominate. And, like, I'd never heard that nickname in my life until he got to that press Look, conference. rebranding and all that stuff, I'm all cool with. Ha- yeah, but you kind of, I mean, he did put some, like, okay, Dominate. And when you say like, Dominate in a basketball game, I'm Put that money behind it. Yeah, put some 13, money behind it. four blocks, like, yeah. not foul trouble. And he got four fouls in ten minutes, and I'm like, this feel it. You know what it felt like? 
it had a real Yusuf Nurkic vibe of like, come on, man, man, come on. What are we doing? That was my how I felt. tracking cameras doing the weird stuff again, not tracking. Got my boxes in the corner. There you go. I'm moving stuff out of here finally. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it was, it was, it was my eyes. I got a little bit of a stink eye for it. But um, again, but, but my final thing I'll add to it is yeah. the only upside to it. And there, this is like slim is when he goes to the bench, there's not a six, eight guy coming off to play center. There's, Robert Williams, six nine, six ten, for... but he's also like, if, if he was healthy, he would start on most teams. That's what I'm saying is yeah. he should be starting on somebody's team right yeah. now, not being the backup. It's like yeah. that was kind of nice to know was coming off the bench. Indeed. So that part of it's cool. Um, defensively, they were so so bad last night. There was oh, they were awful. I, I Have they worked on it? Have they practiced it? Okay, so. I, mean, I want I, I want to kind of set the scene here to kind of get an understanding of how in the last preseason game at home Chauncey Billups pregame sits down and Chauncey's great in media availability. He will like he will tell you kind of what what's what so to speak. Also this camera's driving me crazy. There we go. Um and I can't remember who it was. I wish I could give credit. They're like, what's it like to coach such a young team? And it wasn't exasperation, but he kind of like put both his hands on the table and leaned back and took a deep breath. He's like, to be honest, man, I don't have enough time. Like it was, guys, we are well behind schedule. Like that's, that's what he's like. I get into a drill that's supposed to be five minutes long and now it's eight minutes and now I need five more minutes and now I'm in this for 10 oh, more yeah. minutes. And yep. then, and he's like, now I look at my paper and I have to drop one drill because we need mm -hmm. to spend more time on this drill. And it's like, oh, and I yeah. end up doing that for multiple things. And it's like, where does the time go? And I think it was Richmond since being like no three hour practices. He's like, we had a few of those in, in Santa Barbara. And it wasn't like a negative thing. It was just, Y'all, this is a super young team that needs a lot of work. Because you're just like, you can say, well, Ant, well, Ant needs some work. Scoot needs years of work, literal years of work to catch up. Aiton's trying to figure out what the hell he needs to do here while also covering up for the guy that needs years of work. Tease only played 25 games with this team. Your top 10 has two guys who had real minutes at last year in Ant and Jeremy, Jabari notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. so, you, so you can say seven, but it's really eight of guys who, and honestly, Tamani Kamara took Jabari's spot. We, we haven't talked about that yet. He did. Tamani was the first guy off the bench for the for the backup four spot, which thought that was interesting. Um, and it, it was it was like it was very interesting to hear him say that. During the preseason, like, oh, man, they got a lot of work to do. Okay. And you saw that play out defensively. They were terrible in transition. One of those, that fourth foul that DA got was because Mason Plumley got out ahead of DA. They threw ahead, and none of the Blazers walled off. Mason Plumley just straight to the rim dunk. DA tried to get there. Shouldn't have taken the dumb foul. But mm -hmm. he kind of looked at his teammates like, did y'all see that? Do you want to? Anybody want to step in front of him? So he's filled the Larry Nance void, <laughs> which it's it's a necessary void. The it's account, a necessary the, void. the accountability void of like, 
hey, what what are you doing? And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Larry Nance burning holes in the back of CJ McCollum's skull. <laughs> going, what are you doing? Yeah. Yo, you're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to be here. What? Why aren't you here? I. This was one of the things to watch for me, and uh, it's one game, so here comes Orlando. I am curious when this, this like, it, it bothers him to the point where there, you can clearly hear yelling. You know what I mean? Because that that's not going to be the only game where that yeah. defense happens. That yeah. defense is basically going to be here year-round. And I think there's going to be a lot of those, like, what are we doing? Yeah. And I, I think DeAndre needs to mentally prepare for that. Honestly, I kind of hope he is the guy who, because, again, who's the guy here? It's, it's him and Rob. Those are the two guys that have been on title-contending teams anchoring them defensively. And I've mentioned it before, the guy that was talking the most that I ever heard on the floor is Rob, is Time Lord. He's the guy that's talked the most, hands down. I would like to see everybody else play more uh, or talk more actively on the floor, but we'll work our way there. Um, The transition defense was awful. Their rotations were very bad. The zone continues to be problematic. Um, again, I will finish this crap sandwich with uh, a, a good piece of bread. Um, Ant didn't play, like, caveat good defense. Ant was probably the best defender of the night uh, for the Blazers last night, both in isolation, in pick and roll. Um, Ant bodied up with Kawhi, with Paul George, with Russell Westbrook, fought over screens, got, like, I think he finished the night with two steals. I think he finished with two steals. Uh, you got it right here. It's he had two steals. Yeah, active in the passing lanes. Like it, he was good on that end. If that Anthony Simons is out there defensively every night, that's a pretty significant change in his game to not only just be competitive, but to be disruptive. And that was like, okay, part of. Part of the problem, I think, for some players, Danny, in in playing defense and giving that effort that's necessary, like some guys instinctually just good. Like they just understand kind of that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other guys get by just with the effort. Sure. I I'll I'll believe you on this. I'm not saying I noticed him being truly tragic on that side of the ball compared to some of the other players, but he also did struggle from the field. And like some of this to me has always been some players that choose not to really do it like really do it, I think it's because you take into consideration how much it can wear you down, right? Like going against, I think they did this last year in the preseason and we noted this on the podcast. When he was on the block against Kawhi. Yep. You remember it was this? Kawhi in Seattle. He, he was, yes. I, I, I talked to him about it. He was like, yeah, no, I've been, I've been putting work in in the weight in the room. Yes. And I, I like seeing that stuff, but that's six, what, six, seven, six, eight Kawhi Leonard, like, Kawhi Leonard's not small, man. Kawhi Kawhi's Leonard's a, massive. Kawhi's six seven, probably about two forty five, two fifty. And you ask a player in the NBA, he is a dump truck. He is people think he, he's one of the strongest. Yes, yes. And and like, there's something that comes with that. It's you don't quite have the legs to shoot the basketball the same as if you're fresh. And so, like, I'm not saying it's entirely why he shot poorly from the field last night. It's just something to kind of follow if. He gives that same effort defensively against Orlando. Does do those shots just go down and like this is a moot point, or is it like yo Ant's playing really good defense? And then you look at the yeah. offense numbers, you go he's shooting 
you know, his percentages aren't great. Like I, it's something to kind of monitor. No, I think it's, I think it's fair. Um, trying to figure out how to, 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 you know, manage that load, so to speak. And yeah. I didn't think about it necessarily in, that, in those terms when I was like, cause he started out hot. I think he came out and I think he just missed some shots to be honest. I, I, think I couldn't he, believe he couldn't score over 20 points. I thought well, that was a, well, the, the deal. Well, the, I know. Uh, that's because yeah. you bet on it. <laughs> oh, no. Full disclosure, I absolutely bet on it. <laughs> you and Dusty it, both did. Um, it, it had an AD vibe of like, hey, that, that part of the bet's going to hit for sure. And it was yeah. like, no, oh, it's no. not. Yeah. But also, um, Ant didn't play for 10 minutes of game time and only played, I think, 27 minutes, which is about seven minutes less than I think he'll play most nights. Yeah. For sure. If he plays those additional seven minutes, you're probably looking at him at like 25 and seven, 25 and six. Yeah. Which the things that I took away, because Ant's always going to be able to shoot the hell out of the ball. Now, that's going to come and go in games. Even Dame. Dame was like, what, four of 12 from three tonight. Um, but the things that stood out for me for Ant, one defense, two, he was getting to the free throw line. Like getting four down four isn't this big number, but if he's averaging four and a half, five, that's a boop. That's a major uptick. Okay. Number three, his change of pace, allowing him to get to the rim. Cause his thing was always in the past one gear stop to full speed. And right. you could time him when he was going to go up, even though he was a great athlete, he's changing gears on his drives and it's confusing defenders. That's a, an elite skill that excel decel like changing speeds on one step, keeping guys off balance. Um, he drew a foul on Zubach, and I don't think most people recognize it. I know Lamar did because he did the same thing I did during the game. He was curling it back to yam on him. Mm-hmm. And I think people thought he was going like, to turn it over and finger roll. He was going to dunk on his ass. <laughs> and I was... I went, oh my, like you could see him kind of gathering and loading up, like, because Ant's a, right. the, you can tell when Ant's going up to dunk, because he does like a, Shaden, like, you can never tell, unless unless he has that runway, you're like, oh shit, he, like, he just, like, it's 40 inches, quick jumps, quick yeah. jumps like, good God, he's up in the air. Right. Ant, you can see him load, and, because he's an off two jumper, when he went up off two, and I, it curled it over, and I was just like, He's not. He is. And then he gets fouled. And Lamar did the same thing. He goes, he was going to try to pack that. And <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, he was going to try to dunk that on his head. So there's this level of aggression and willingness to drive that wasn't, it hasn't been there for his career. The things that we talk about, like the physical play, not only on defense, but on offense, but a willingness to go in and be aggressive, get to the rim. Like if those things are there, Mm-hmm. For, for reference, he had 12, drive la- 12 drives last night. I pulled the, the data on uh, a little bit ago. 12 drives last night, and he finished. I want to I say his per drive was like 1.16 points, which would be like 85th percentile. Very good. That's about three and a half more drives a game than he had last year while playing seven minutes less than he normally plays. So, and he really didn't do a damn thing in the first quarter. Well, no, he didn't. He was kind of slow out the gate. Yeah. Is this, again, something to monitor because it's one game, something he's kind of like aiming to to, to progress in? 
four mm. free throws. He highlights on the team bus leaving like, hey, I got to the line tonight. Like That felt kind of good. Yeah. Being aggressive, knowing you have the ability to get by guys, be a little shifty, hesitate, be able to dunk on somebody's head. I, I think his aggression is the thing to kind of watch. Like, yeah. does he... Did did that kind of open it up, Danny? Did that did that make him feel I like can, I can do this? I can absolutely do yeah. this. It doesn't have to be all threes. The interesting thing was too with the way the Clippers were playing him. Ant can get the three basically anytime he wants, but the Clippers did come up and try to get the ball out of his hands a few times. Also, they tried to be super physical with him. I did you see the 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 mid range pull up on? I think it was on PG. Mm-hmm. Ooh, buddy. That is a superstar shot. When you talk about, like, what does Scoot need to get to, Scoot doesn't need to have that shot right now. But if he's, if, Scoot, if Scoot Henderson is going to be a star, that's the shot. That's the shot stars hit. The one where they're trying to take everything away from you. They wall you off. They trap you at the three-point line. They're saying, hit that 18-footer. They're forcing you into it. They're yeah. like, we want you to do this. You know, you go, okay, I'm going to take one I can get. It's not yep. settling. It's taking what you can get because you've poked and prodded. You've tried the three-pointer with the pick and roll, and it's they're, they're not allowing you. They're going to trap you. They're going to take the ball out of your hands. You're getting around that, and you're getting downhill in the middle of the floor, and they're walling off and sending three towards you. You've kicked out a few. Miss and miss shots. Okay, I need to hit a tough NBA shot. He hit that shot on one of the best defenders in the league, and it was nasty. Mm-hmm. And so – Kind of putting that all together, this is what I want to get to with with Ant. You saw last night why the offense needs to run through Anthony. It needs to run through Anthony because it's going to make things easier for Scoot. I'm not saying Scoot needs to sit on the backside and watch the game. Everybody keeps misunderstanding that. The offense needs to be built on Anthony Simons because you saw it last night. He draws eyeballs. And if Scoot is going to play with Anthony, he needs... Anthony to be aggressive to open up seams for him to work. Yeah, but the offensive side was interesting to me because it felt like watching it, it was just really relying on Anthony Simons to just get the shot or look. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't I, I, feel I, like you're not you're not wrong, and I, I don't want this to sound like yeah. I, I think Scoot's like terrible. The Clippers were playing five on four. You don't have to preface it. It's okay. We understand I, that Scoot's going to have bad nights. But I mean, like, pe- people take he... people take stuff the wrong way, man. Because it's like, I don't... I think Scoot's going to be a very good player. But I just think both, it's going to be... Yeah. I think it's going to be a very long that. time. Okay. Yes. Yes. With that, the Clippers were playing five on four. It is incumbent upon Anthony to break defenses down. Because if he doesn't do it, Scoot can't yet. That's the problem. And so Anthony has, he does have a burden on his shoulders. He has to be the key every single night because he is the literal only player on this roster, not named Malcolm Brogdon, who can dribble, pass, and shoot. Yeah. That's it. Shaden is not breaking a defense open. Like, you saw the difference when Malcolm Brogdon got on the floor. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Professional point guard play. Like, that's what that looks like. Yep. Getting the ball, moving it around, getting into spots, moving the defense side to side. Scoot's still kind of like point A to point B. He's he's not – it's how do I get here, not what's the process to get here. He's still working yeah. on where to get there and how to get there, not the why. And that's the thing that's like – that's the development part. Ant being aggressive and drawing two – allows Scoot to attack a defense that's worried. 
if they can get all five defenders underneath the three-point line and pack back for Scoot, he doesn't have a chance. Yeah. And now, I thought, again, those catch-and-shoot threes that he had last night, he knocks a few of those down. Maybe, maybe he even hits one or two. Maybe the second unit gives him a little bit of a different treatment. Probably not, but maybe. You're like, oh, he already hit one. It's in, in your head. So that's the kind of thing that's... That's what I'm watching for is like how do the Blazers utilize Scoot early in games, either in transition or against a team that maybe isn't being smart about it and is playing like up to the level. And that's what's gonna be interesting. Does Orlando like come up and make like be aggressive with Scoot? If they if they come up and he's allowed to get around him and put pressure on him, all bets are off. He's gonna look good. But in the meantime, it's a massive I- game. It's a massive game for Orlando though. Because Orlando Oof. circles teams like Portland and says, are we taking that step? Because if yep. we are, we're handling our business tonight. And they beat the brakes Man. off the rock. That's the game that I was flipping through league pass over and over and over. Um, just like overdosing Yeah, what on games were you watching? What were the games? Um, I watched Detroit-Miami. I wanted to see how Cade looked. Uh, Detroit-Miami was good when they came made that comeback? Yep. Well, Cade was frying God, he Miami. Was awesome. 30 and 9. It didn't. Didn't take a three or didn't hit a three and didn't take a free throw. 30 on no free throws and not hitting threes is like, okay, Andre Miller, chill. Dude, Asur had five blocks. His offense is rough, but he had five blocks, seven rebounds, I think two steals. Like he was doing stuff. Also, Monty was like an affront to God with the lineups he was putting out there. Just no shooting, all vibes. Um, Wait, what? Monty Williams struggling with lineups? You, You don't say. Yeah, it was uh, Joey's his lead pass needs a red zone. Oh, God. I mean, he he fried, but then he got sat back down. Um, (laughs) Joey's league pass needs a red zone. And yes, I I was like, I tweeted this out last night. The NBA needs a alert me when like X lineup is available, like on the floor. Because what ended up happening is I hopped around and I landed on Orlando early in the game and Jonathan Isaac checked in. I was like, my adult son, he's healthy. And he got out there, and he put Fred Van Vliet in a straight jacket. And I'm like, oh, that's right. You're a defensive player of the year, capable defender. You're so When he's healthy, so he's defensive good. player of the year. Type You're player. so good on that side yeah. of the floor. Jalen Green in the quarter, I think, rolls back. And you know Jalen Green's got bounce. He tried to end Jonathan Isaac. Isaac goes up and goes, nope. Sends his <laughs> dunk out and then stands over him and flexes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're a bad dude. And I like from that point on, I'm like, all right, I'm tuned into Orlando. Franz was cooking. Mm-hmm. Paolo, Paolo hits this nasty, hezzy, hezzy, tween, tween, mid-range 15-footer. I'm like, this team is nasty fun. Like, they're 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 gonna cause some problems in the East. Uh, yeah. Houston. They're gonna play they're gonna play spoiler for sure. Houston. I don't know what they are, man. Uh, it's well, it's a terribly built team. What are oh. we doing? Let's can, give Dylan Brooks $80 million. What are you doing? It, it Nobody was, in the league wanted to give that guy $80 million. What are you doing? I guess I had to spend it somewhere. I mean. On him? Of all the players? Like, I don't. Like, I, I, don't uh, make the, I don't make the rules, dude. Uh, were, you, were you bouncing around between any games? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of watching a little bit of all of them, and then I, I landed a lot on the New Orleans-Memphis game because I love Zion playing basketball mm-hmm. and not being caught up in porn star stories. So It was, I, you uh, know, it was an ugly game. Uh, it was an ugly game. Man, they – Memphis is – Memphis is going to get desperate. Memphis is going to be calling some teams and asking they, for they some are, help. They already are. 
I yeah, you're probably right on that, and they should. Like they should be very concerned right now because that did not look right at all for yeah. them. So uh, the Memphis uh, New Orleans game, uh, obviously. Hold on, give me a second. I want to make sure I go through them all. Is uh, I had the box score from. That one. I did a little bit of um, uh, the Cavs Nets. I watched the second half of that. I watched Mitchell hit his go ahead game winning three. Uh, the Pistons Heat we talked about. I didn't watch any T Wolves Raptors. I got to be honest with you. I'm a huge. Oh, and I watched a little Thunder Bulls. I'm oh, a yeah, massive, that's the other one I massive Anthony Edwards fan. Which is hilarious because I'm on the other side of that. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I like. But, Totally fun, everything, everybody crowning that guy. I am. I could not be more out on him as number one. I I have no interest in, as much as I like him, I have a hard time wanting to watch his team play because I hate, hate how they look together. Oh, yeah, I just, it doesn't make any sense. I think and their he, coach is going to be the first to get fired. And Finch is a good coach. They uh, Edwards had their first 10 points for the T-Wolves, and then he finished, I want to say, 8 of 27 on the night. So he basically went like two for 25 for the rest of the game. He had a bit of a struggle bus, no doubt. Yeah. And the hey, Raptors winning that game. like Him I don't and Tyler Harrell. But... For anybody who missed it, Tyler Harrell went seven of 24. And uh, Nikola Jovic uh, didn't play. Got, got a, did not play. He got a DMP. Although, my, my guy Jaime. My guy Jaime. Yeah, three, three for three. There you go. Hawkes Hive, man. Yeah, if you, if you put Hawkes, Duncan Robinson... Kyle Lowry, Jovich, and Harrow all together, they still didn't equal as many points as Dame scored tonight. Well, very few players are going to be able to match that. Oh, and Caleb Martin. I think he had two. Yeah. Incredible player that you can't put in the deal. Um, I'm going to let that go eventually, how stupid that whole situation was. But watching Miami fans relive it as Dame dropped 39 tonight was Wow. Danny, it's been a rough night for Miami fan. They are they're in shambles right now. It's great stuff. Great theater. Uh highly appreciate it. Um anything else from from opening night that really stood out to you? No, I just I want to see game two. What's it look like? How they respond, home game, and then you know, we don't need to dive much into it. I think it's kind of like a wait and see, but does Tamarni come off the bench again as the first four? Because I that mm-hmm. caught my eye too, and I'm like, okay, like we were picking up what he was putting down in the preseason. We talked about it. Uh, fans are excited, right? He leaned into the Scottie Pippen thing. Obviously, Chauncey and that coaching staff also felt that way to give he, him that he's, nod. He's doing stuff behind the scenes. I believe it, and I, I want to see what happens tomorrow because I'd love to see DeAndre have a, a rebound game. Um, I Yeah, I want to see what a rotation looks like when their starting five isn't have four fouls in 10 minutes of action. That'd I also like super cool. I think the vets like this season's not going to be great from a win perspective, for, in my opinion. But like, there are nights where the vets are going to kind of nar- need to carry the kids. And so Brogdon had a good game, but like Ant can shoot more efficiently than he did. DeAndre can stay out of foul trouble, and like Jeremy, I I think Jeremy Grant's a great a great dude. You can know you, what? Can you have a presence at all? Like, yeah, I Jeremy just, did not show up last night. He just floated through the game. Like I saw him out there, but like he was just like, let me know when it's my turn to go out. I'm ready. Like I don't know. It was no presence there. I want to see and feel a presence from the veterans. Yeah, and the. Jeremy's vibes are great, but 
this is kind of why I think Brogdon and Time Lord are around. I keep seeing people say, oh, they're going to get rid of Brogdon. They're going to get rid of Time Lord. Mm, I don't know. You can't. There, there, I've seen more than a few people in the, not only in the chat tonight, but in, on Twitter of like, those guys need to go and clear room so scoot and shake and play. N- no, they don't. When you're not ready to play in the NBA, you don't move the veterans out of the way just for the sake of minutes. Minutes mm-hmm. of getting your ass kicked is not useful. Like, I, I don't think people truly grasp that. Like, If you're so far out of your depth it doesn't matter. Like you, that's not good work for you. Good practice makes good. Bad practice makes bad. Like I know that sounds very caveman. Bad practice makes bad. But like, yeah, it sucks. You know, I don't. You know, I made this drink and I took like a, a sip of it because I made it with tequila accidentally. So it's a little spicier than I expected, <laughs> but it's good. It's like a little ranch water. Um, but yeah, it's just. You know, but Memphis comes calling with like four or three, two traffics. Like I just, I don't know. Like I sure, you. but you're also been like, yeah, I want Brandon Clark back too. Like you've got him over well, you a gotta, barrel. Yeah, you got it. You got to fill that void. Yeah, like you've got him over a barrel. So uh, you know that kind of situation. But um, what I think you saw last night is something, something that is, is going to be prevalent for most of the season. Scoot doesn't need to play like 34 minutes in the game plan. Because most nights, Portland's going to be out of it, and Scoot mm-hmm. can go play garbage time. Because, as Chauncey said, Shea and Scooter, 19 and 20, they need the minutes. Yeah, they for sure do. And he was talking about not just, like, any minutes, like, the garbage time minutes. Like, the, that's what's good for them. Like, they need that time when, like, that's, like, very simple example that is very poignant five years later. Anthony Simons' rookie year against the Sacramento Kings. He's Last game of the year, it, baby. Talked about it many times. Mm-hmm. The confidence he gained from that night of absolutely frying their asses carried on. Now, he had setbacks. Quick did an article about him that was really good where Ant talked about a night where he felt like, and he did, he lost his kind of role in the, in the rotation um, after a bad couple of nights to Gary Trent Jr., and he just cried the entire way home because i thought his career was over yeah because it's like this is their livelihoods yeah so but those confidence points they don't typically come the like especially the first like 10 they don't come against the starters Mm -hmm. unless you're true like wemby going for nine points against the mavericks and bringing the spurs back in his first game like those confidence points don't really show like, that's not how that goes. And somebody says, but Sharp started taking off last year when he was starting and playing other teams' best players. In late March when teams were not playing their best players and teams are tuned out, there's a lot of data on the private side that shows the level of competition and the um, non-correlation points from how mm-hmm. good you are at the end of the year to carrying forward in your career. Because you are typically playing against teams that are resting guys that are not worried about games um it's kind of that situation so i did i did i want to note before we sign off here because my god i can't believe you have me on this podcast at 9 37 p.m i'm usually in mid-dream now yes um i i I did love you know 
We'll get to the shade and start and we'll start thing at some point in a conversation. Shea was good last night. Shea was good. You know, I like that he says, I can jump higher than everybody. I'm going to attack the rim. Like, that makes me feel good to see that. It was, he was engaged. Yes. Like, that, that part of it was like, there it is. Okay. And early, the first two, three months of the season last year, he was getting minutes that he probably didn't deserve. And I think there you saw some guys at the back end of the roster were like, I've got to work for it. Why is he not working for it? And I think they remember they kind of reeled his minutes in and then he didn't play for a couple of games. Yeah. And it was I like, no, nah, you, you got to earn this. Yeah. He earned it. He earned it. And that there wasn't a point on the floor where I was like, he doesn't look like he belongs. Like there was like the wheels were always turning. It wasn't a mm-hmm. perfect night. It didn't shoot well, but I didn't look at that and go, mm, he's not ready for this. I'll take an off night shooting all day. If it means he's kind of figuring out and becoming aggressive on the yeah. glass and getting put back dumps. Just, like, just being aggressive in general, just being aggressive. No, yes. Whether it's on the glass, whether it's on defense, whether it's on offense, right. like whatever it is, aggression and shade and sharp. If those things become synonymous, that is a yeah. win for the Blazers. Agree. Agree. So, uh, I will be in the building tomorrow night. So no watch parties. Um, that'll be the world that we will live in, uh, <laughs> for throughout the season. Uh, unfortunately, as we found out last night, the watch playback watch parties are only being used for league pass right now. So what I will do is I will open up to everybody. And if you were outside the region, you will be able to watch. Otherwise it will just be the chat. Watch playback is currently trying to get the RSN deals done as quickly as possible. I've been in talks with their, their lead folks there that they are trying to do it quickly. It's, it has to do with TV stuff in the NBA you got to go through certain things, the hoops you got to jump through. Uh, so those will be, re- those will remain open um, down the stretch. Um, Joey's asking if we do Danny after dark, it is a Friday night. So perhaps I will depends on what time I get out of there. If I'm not, if I'm not out of there at like midnight, um, we might do a, a Danny after dark uh, first one of the season. Uh, one way or the other, we'll get the, uh, the mailbag show going on Sunday and we'll have a couple games on our belt. Uh, and then we'll kind of go, go from there. It's uh, I don't know if we're gonna get Danny after dark. It depends what time Scoot gets you home. There you go. Get out of there quick. Get on, get on the scooter. Little right, little ride along with Scoot. Scoot, take me to Newburgh, buddy. How he how he doesn't have a a, a scooter endorsement? What is it, the Lime scooter? Like, c- come on, figure this out, people. That's it's too easy. It's like, like it's like the Bosnian beast and his coffee blend where he's. <laughs> rolling around that Volkswagen bus that's completely smoked out. That's right. How we forgot about that commercial. What what a gem. Um, all right, so that'll do it for us. Uh, you can find us, you can find Brandon uh, every morning, uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. with his co-host, Andy Dirt Johnson, 10 to the fan. Uh, you can find me with my co-host, Dusty Hera, noon to three. Uh, Jeff Rust sitting in the two, in the two chair tomorrow. I, on dude, I heard. Yeah, we're getting weird tomorrow, butter. I, hey, get weird. <laughs> Football Friday, there's basketball, there's mm-hmm. big college games. Like, get weird. It's going to be fun. Uh, other than that, like, rate, view, subscribe, help us grow the show. Uh, you can find us on social media at Danny Brink, at Brandon Sprig, at Jack Ramsey's, Jack Ramsey's at gmail.com. I think that'll about do it for us tonight. Uh, Brandon's got to go to bed before he turns into a pumpkin, <laughs> and then uh, we'll work our way from there. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Mm, bye.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.